Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of Who Pod. My name is Blair Beveridge, and thank you for once again tuning in. On this week's episode, we have Garuda. Now, Garuda is an artist. He's somebody whose work is all throughout the Team Human socials, the website, the Facebook group, on the Twitters. He's a Twitch moderator, and he is an excellent interview. In this podcast, we talk comics, we learn some Manglish, and we find out how amazing this artist really is. So let's dive into it, shall we? Hoopod number 22. Please don't go, baby spider, with our guest, Garuda. As Juan, but we're going to call you Juan or Garuda as you go by on Twitter. Now, I felt really bad about this because this whole time, this Garuda had been liking uh. my tweets and <laughs> talking to me, and I didn't realize it was you, so I'm yeah. so sorry for that. <laughs> I mean, okay, that has actually happened before a couple of times um, uh, with Toronto Gale, actually, um, because I use a different username on the Geek and Sunday forums. Uh, I go by the name <gasps> Hitoshi there. And she didn't realize that Hitoshi and Garuda was this one the same person. And she tweeted that that she realized that oh, this is one, this is the same guy. And at the time, I kind of felt like whoa, this is kind of like a unmasking kind of moment. Like you have discovered who I am. <laughs> it's like the Matrix, isn't it? Like they've Pretty got much, the nicknames yeah. like Trinity and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, of course, uh, with us we do have the lovely Joey. I would not forget you, darling. I'm lovely. Of course you are. I, I've never, I've never been lovely before. <laughs> Crikey! Oh, that's right. Yes, no. Oh, we're we're starting now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have to talk really low and do the Canadian accent, and I'm going to be Blair for this podcast. So we do have Joey, who is posing as Tyrolin. <laughs> I'm in the dunny. Is that bad? In the dunny? Oh, we do not say that. That's awful. <laughs> okay, I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> no, we say the toilet. Yeah. Yeah, we go to the toilet. <laughs> so we have a very, a very cool guest with us today, all the way from... Now, now it's true. Where, where are you from? From Malaysia, actually. I'm Malaysia. Um, oh, sorry, I'm, go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I'm, I'm, I'm from Malaysia. I'm born and bred. Uh, I live in a little town called Subang Jaya. Uh, lived here for almost thirty odd years, um, and yeah, uh, well, it was a little town when I first moved in, uh, but now it's like a full blown city. Uh, and yeah, pretty much like a huge suburb. Everything all my life I've has been here: school, work, friends. I love it. I, I really need to get over to Malaysia at some point. There's so many places I need to visit. But... I mean, it's really great. You, yeah, you should come. I mean, Malaysia has a lot to offer. Um, it depends on what you want to do here. Uh, you like more of a, like a more urban excursion kind of person. So we, we got like shoppings and or are you into Ooh. more nature or much more thrill seeker kind of, um, you know. Well, see, uh, my geography is really bad. Is Malaysia close to Australia? <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, it's pretty close. I mean, about it's about five hours flight away. Uh, yeah, it's between Thailand and Singapore. With just that one really huge piece of land. Sometimes people miss that. <laughs> they, <that's, laughs> sometimes I ask people that they know where Singapore is, but they don't know where Malaysia is. 
No, and I just suck at geography, so... Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, but hey, it sounds close-ish enough, so maybe yeah. I can make a trip there at some point. And now Thank now you. I have someone I know there, so I've got no excuse. Oh, ah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be your pushing now, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Juan, because th- that's your nickname, right? You're cool with me calling you Juan? Yeah, most, uh, most of my close friends call me Juan, but everybody in Team Human know me, know me as Garuda. Garuda, cool. Well, I'll probably uh, mix it up a little bit, so okay. I'll call you either Juan or Garuda. Sure. Um, so tell us a little bit about how you stumbled into the Team Human community. Uh, well, I think I stumbled. I came into Team Human. I think from the fact, right from the very beginning, before there was even a Team Human, because um, I've been a huge fan of Felicia and Ryan for like ever since the early days of Geek and Sundry. Uh, I discovered the flog, and from there it was Co-Aptitude and started just following every single episode and then I found out like one day uh, there's not gonna, there's going to be like a hiatus of Co-Optitude episodes they're going to be streaming live so yeah I got onto that and I already have a Twitch account at the time so I jumped in and hopped on, on to chat and started talking with the people and just just being just hanging out having fun with some of the people trying to get uh, some of the few, few people who first uh, pro- uh, what uh, talked to me at the time was uh, Chronogel, Gamble, The Angelus, uh, yeah, some of the early humans. Uh, yeah, it's just being fun, hanging out with each other, either before the stream, during stream, after the stream. And it just led from that. And it just became like this like a huge family. That's so true. And that's what I do love about the Team Human community is it is very much like a separate family, isn't it? Yeah. Um, now, you're kind of famous within the community for all of uh, your drawings and uh, fan arts. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no time to be modest, my friend. <laughs> okay, sure. I'm so very tell- about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, tell us all about, uh, you know, what inspires you to draw? How did you get into it? Have you always been like a bit of a child prodigy? Did you just sort of pick up um, a pencil and you were great? Like, how did it all start? Well, the thing is, okay, I've really enjoyed drawing. Okay, it started out when... I first held my first comic book ever in my hand. Uh, I don't remember how I got it. Uh, I couldn't even read it at the time because I was about two, maybe three years old. Um, I just flipping through it and I kind of I felt to myself like this is what I want to do and this is this is like my destiny, I guess. And I started doodling. I picked up a pen and I started just drawing and doodling. And throughout the years, I kind of like felt um, self-conscious about it and because nobody really paid attention to it. Uh, and so it, it kind of just like go out of the way that I just started falling out with the, with my uh, interest of drawing. Um, yeah, but then when I found out team when I found out about Team Human, it sort of like gave me the drive again to to draw, to to create. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah. Oh, because especially me, I. Uh, <laughs> I was a really good drawer when I was six years old. I won competitions and, you know, I won like those big bunnies for all these Easter drawings and blah, blah, blah. But I never actually <laughs> advanced from the technique of a six-year-old. So oh, okay. I still draw like a six-year-old. <laughs> so, um, for, for me, I, I, have, I have like this uh, ability, I have like this thing about drawing like beyond my capacity, even though like I have no, I, I have a great idea like how it's going to look like, but I don't know how to get there. Like I just yeah yeah like I know how it's going to do like in my mind, but it just some there's some miscommunication between my brain and my hand. 
just like, how am I going to draw this, actually? Well, that's just me trying to draw in general. I see this amazing oh, thing okay. in my head and stick figures come out. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I would love? And I really hope in the future they can do this. You know mm. when you have this beautiful dream and you wish you could show people? Yes. I really wish that I could project my dream and show an artist like Just yourself. So that way, yeah, so that way you could sort of draw what I've imagined. I think that would be incredible. So hopefully be like in the not too distant future. For. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's got to be a thing. I reckon you should be able to record your dreams and share them with people. People can share their thoughts and they don't actually have to like yeah. speak or pronounce it in any way. Yeah. Exactly. If I was a scientist, I would so be on that. They've uh, actually sort of kind of done that. Uh, a couple years ago, um, they oh. got, uh, well, not so much got, but they kind of built a machine that would read the uh, brain waves mm. while you were asleep. And if you were, if you hit REM sleep, which is where your dreams happen, um, it would interpret those waves as how humans uh, store information. So if something uh. dog-like or even a dog is in your dream, um, that gets registered in the computer and they kind of compile a list to come up with and like they'll, they'll recall things back to you after you've woken up. Like, do you remember this, 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 or this, or whatever? So like they're able to pick uh. those kinds of things out and it's still very experimental, but they can't actually be like, oh, here, I'm just going to, you know plug into your head and see what's going on because <laughs> we haven't gotten that far yet but oh. yeah we're getting there <laughs> one day be... we're on the way <laughs> yeah now like we are a few years oh sorry go on no go on it's gonna be like until a few years until like they can project images of like what you're seeing and what you're thinking we're not too far off on it no i reckon give it another 30 to 50 years and i think we'll see it which is scary yeah. but also exciting at the same time yeah i know <laughs> All right, uh, we are joined by the lovely Blair, who is playing Joey tonight. <laughs> I, I am playing Joey tonight, that's right. <laughs> oh, come on. Where's your American accent? We can hear your the Canadian just oozing out your mouth. <laughs> I didn't hear you try a Canadian accent yet. <laughs> oh, you will. I thought it was pretty impressive. Uh-huh. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to say oot and hoos and a boot. And then you got it. It's all good. Have you ever heard me say <laughs> any of those three words? Yes. No, none of the podcast. No. No. See exactly. Honestly, he totally thank does. You, if you listen very closely uh, no. and use your imagination, you can hear him saying it. <laughs> the imagination part. For, I will, for a while, I didn't know you were even Canadian. So there you go. I I, I will cop to saying a. I do that from time to time, but I don't. Okay. I don't oot. I do not a boot. A I do boot. not hoose. <laughs> you so do. I've no heard way. it. No. You know what? I will. I will go through the archives of this podcast, and I will find a section where you do say "oot," and I'm going to put it on replay for like ten hours, just so everyone else can hear it. Uh-huh. Good luck with but that, Blair. Have, have you <laughs> ever come to a point in your life where you were like, "Hey, guy, I'm not your buddy, guy. I'm not your guy, friend." <laughs> oh wait, I remember that. <laughs> no, and my hat head does not flap when I talk either. So. And let us not forget, I have the archives from, like, episode five forward. So I could there we go. totally scrounge through that if I wanted to. <laughs> but I won't because I don't have time. No. and it... Just one episode of Hoopot, just the whole Canadian the whole Canadian episode, just the whole cut off of play of all the Canadian words. 
Joey, you you have access to everything except for the the very first show. So, if you really wanted to, and Tierlin's got access to most of that as well. If she really wanted to, good luck. Waste your life. See if I care. <laughs> He's so sassy today. So, how you doing today, Garuda? Yeah, I'm doing great. Um, I took the day off from work. Um, I'm not working on my birthday. Good man. Oh, we're interviewing you on oh, birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy oh, birthday. Yeah. Tierlin, oh, sing. Thank you. Tierlin, you must sing him happy birthday. Okay. No. Yes. It's <laughs> yes. <laughs> nah, it's okay. No, please don't do that. <laughs> but you have to do it Marilyn Monroe style. Oh, I can do that. Oh, God. Happy okay, then. Okay, I'll allow it. To you. <laughs> Good enough. How did she so ever get a record deal? Do do <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? That was my best voice ever. That's how I sing, guys. It wasn't terrible and it was scary. Happy birthday. I actually thought Marilyn was on, on stream. Oh, that was epic. That yeah. was some serious 13 ghost shit right there. Happy I know, birthday, yeah. <laughs> Mr. President. And... I just, I, I had the urge to get into a white dress and stand over a grate. It was really weird. I was just like possessed by Marilyn Monroe then. Wow. It was oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah. You start to go blind. <laughs> so, uh, look, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the origin of your name, Garuda X17? Uh, okay. Um, okay. The, I'm going to go work backwards from this. The X17, 17 actually is a reference to the district in my hometown where my high school was, SS17. So... X-17 means like I'm, I'm an ex-student from there. So ever oh. since I graduated from the, from high school, I've been using the X-17 in, in my emails and usernames ever since then. So so that's where the X-17 comes from. Uh, Garuda was actually my online tag playing Counter-Strike when I was in high school. Uh, Garuda was my was my code. Um, we, we, me and my friends, we used to like play Counter-Strike a lot. Not... Counter-Strike Global Offensive, not Counter-Strike Source, the original Counter-Strike. And we used to play, like, a lot. Like, really, like, a little bit too much, I guess. So, yeah, Garuda was my code name. Uh, I wanted something uh, fearsome and terrifying, something that would, I don't know, something that strikes terror into the enemy's heart. Garuda is actually came from the Hindu and Buddhist mythology. Garuda is actually a divine being, a mythological bird, actually, uh, the mount of uh, the god Vish, the Hindu god Vishnu. And it's, according to legend, Garuda is said to be like so huge that the span of his wings will like block out the sun, and one flap of his wings create a gust of wind with like level mountains. So, yeah, that's why I picked that. And so I wanted like something, some, something that sounded really cool and something sounded really terrifying. So something, and that's something that ties to the region where I'm from. Garuda is a pretty much um, a prevalent idea among Southeast Asian countries in Thailand, Indonesia. And it's very synonymous with the idea of chaos and destruction. Hmm. If I were to put my captain, I, I, I love it. my captain obvious hat on for a second, I thought Garuda was an anime name. Um, yeah, they they derived it from that uh, from that mythology actually. Oh, okay. so it, it it's both. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know much about anime. <laughs> <laughs> Very little. To, I think to it's be great honest. that <laughs> I think it's great that there's so much meaning behind it. I mean, I'm Tiz Thunder, and there's absolutely no meaning behind that whatsoever. I just yeah, like the alliteration. Cool. <laughs> I just went well. Tiz, that's sort of a nickname, and Thunder sounds good, so uh, Tiz Thunder, and that's uh, about as creative as I got with mine. So <laughs> I really like the backstory to yours. Um, so you, you mentioned how you love comic books a little bit earlier. Um, oh yes. Yeah, could could you elaborate a little bit on that? Uh, yeah, 
comic books was like my I consider it my first love. Um, comic books, video games. Uh, comic books. The first video, the first comic book I ever had was I don't remember how I actually got it. Um, I just had it in my hand. I was like maybe around two, maybe three years old. I couldn't even read it at the time, so I was just flipping through the pages. It was a Superman comic book. Uh, vol- I actually looked it back, and it was called Superman Volume One, Issue Number Three or Six. And the comic was like really old, from 1976, 78 or so. And I was reading it around 1985, and I don't remember how I got it, and it just landed in my hand. So it was like a divine sign, I guess. And I looked at it, and I thought of it. I thought of it like this: This is what I want to do. This is what. I just enjoyed looking at the pictures and I felt like, yeah, this is my future. This is what I want to do. I want to, I want to draw comic books. Um, and that got me started on like just drawing and doodling from there. Brilliant. So, look, you have some favorite pieces that you have shared with the team, Human communi- uh, Community. Oh, yeah. I always want to say, I always say community because of Human. Community. So like, I can never <laughs> pronounce it properly. Yeah. Community. Um, so tell us about uh, your favorite ones. I believe there's a spider baby. Ah yes, uh, that was my first ever drawing that I did for Team Human. Uh, at the time, okay, a little bit origin of how that happened. This was around during the time when Felicia was doing her Grimrock streams, and she got onto a point on the level I can't remember when actually. She got onto the mine setting, the caves. Uh, she was killing spider babies, and she was like so jovial. She was even like singing a song about it, killing all the spider babies. And around that time, okay, because whenever Felicia streams around. On in my in my time zone, I'm actually in the office. I'm, I'm usually listening to her streams, and also during that time, when her stream usually ends, is the time where I go to lunch. So around the, around the time when she was killing all the spider babies, my friends were about to leave without me to go to lunch, and I said I said to the chat that okay, I have to leave now, and uh, and they were like saying, yeah, they were like saying goodbyes and everything, but Felicia keep Felicia called out to me and said that no, please don't leave. So I thought like. But no, I, like, I, I keep telling Chad that I have to go now. They, they're, they're about to leave without me. And as I, I was about to leave, I caught a soundbite from Felicia. She called up to me again and said that she's guilt-tripped me for leaving. Like, yeah, enjoy <laughs> lunch. Yeah, so, and I, when I heard that, I thought like, whoa, did she just, did she just say that? I mean, I, I kind of felt like, okay, because this, this is what I love about Felicia. She loves interacting with her fans. That's how, that's how she is. Why did it be like something endearing or sweet or something comical and uh and this is like one of those vindictive ways that she tries to like uh pull in fans uh interest so i thought I thought about it like I keep thinking about it like oh she just called out to me she just guilt tripped me for leaving the stream like what so I have to like I have to like reply in kind so like what do I do so i I came home I pulled up my welcome tablet I opened up uh photoshop. And I drew a little tiny spider baby bawling his eyes out with a little pacifier just to specify that it's a baby. Then I posted it on <laughs> I posted it on Twitter and I tagged Felicia at it. And she, she laughed at it and she replied. She, uh, she liked it. So I guess she appreciated the humor. The humor. Yeah, I just, yeah she appreciated the humor of the that fan art. And yeah, that's what I love about her. And that's how it, it started, I guess. That's so I cool. <laughs> it is. I don't think I've actually seen the spider baby. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I can link it to you later. Uh, it's actually a, it's actually a really crude drawing of a spider. I don't actually. Okay, here's the thing about the way I draw. I rarely have like any reference photos or like, I feel like I draw most of it from memory. I feel like oh yeah, that's what a spider looks like. I guess yeah. I guess I just post that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I love it. Please link us and um, we'll put oh, it in yeah, the description we'll, as well for the sure, podcast yeah. so everyone can have a look. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. I love it. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, uh, tell us about the co-optitude uh, 2D side-scroller beat-em-up uh, okay. scene. That was like one of my most, most favorite to work on, actually. Um, the I had this... Okay, uh, I, I always heard on co-optitude uh, episodes that Ryan's favorite uh, genre of games was uh, side-scrolling beat-em-ups. And so suddenly I was struck with an idea like to draw this huge piece of art to where sort of like include all the references from Co-Optitude all in one image and display as a, a side-scrolling beat-em-up. And this was one of the uh, pieces that I did that kind of like I beaten off, the, beaten off more than I could chew because it felt like it was way a lot more work than I thought because it took me like a week to look for the reference, finish every single character. The original idea was the whole thing was going to be animated. It's going to be a GIF. <laughs> So it's gonna be a looping GIF, but I just thought that uh, after I finished up with all the characters, I put in uh, Felicia, Felicia and Ryan to one side, sort of it's sort of like in a fighting pose, and to one side is all the characters they've they've uh, effed up in on the episode: Sonic, Mario, Luigi, Bowser, uh, the Bell Toads, uh, all the reference. Uh, I even put like even a sweet apple right in the center, and Toad. Uh, for Mario sitting by the side, so a lot of like co-optitude reference all in just one image, and I, I was really, I felt really proud of that. And when I finished it, I kind of felt like this was my my opus, my Sistine Chapel. <laughs> like, how the hell am I gonna top this? And <laughs> <laughs> I kept it pinned to my tweet, so I kept it to my account. So yeah, by creating the best that. emote ever, that's how you oh, top. Oh that. wait, ah well, we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> dude you are turning me into such a fan of yours like i cannot wait to see everything like because i haven't seen your kind of back catalog of all oh, your work. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. I'll, I'll link it to you later yes please do, do you have a website or anything that we could check out actually I, most of it is on teamhuman.com uh, most of my works is posted there by john oh. west uh yeah most of it is there so you can see Gosh, some of it yeah, right. absolutely. So, sp- sorry. Speaking of John West, um, you two work together making a uh, Felicia and Ryan sibling shirt. Is that right? Ah, uh, yes. Um, uh, one time John tweeted at me saying that uh, because we admire each other's work, and I really, I really look at his work and it's like this is like really amazing. And when John tweeted at me saying that we, that he, he want, he wants me, he wants to work with me on a project. So I thought like I felt really like honored. Like, I mean, I'm like. I feel like I'm just a nobody and the guy's like he's a real somebody kind of artist and I felt really honored and and at the time we didn't came up with an idea yet of what we want to do so a couple of weeks rolled by and uh, and then I came up with this idea about we should do a t-shirt for them we should print out a t-shirt but just to keep it in uh, in theme with the whole them being siblings so I thought of like creating two t-shirts with just one image one half on each, so they for it to complete the image, they have to like be standing to next, next to each other. Uh, yeah, that was the idea. So we came up, we started emailing back and forth about uh, what the image should be, and it was a picture of them sitting on the cooperative couch, Felicia on one side and Ryan on one side, and they have they, sort of like a two D pixel uh, style, and they have they have their speech bubble saying that hi and Felicia on the, the the usual the usual tagline they use for the for the cooperative episodes and at the back 
uh, at the back of the t-shirt is another image of them looking actually looking from the back so them sit, still sitting on the couch but now looking at the screen playing the their most favorite game Marble Madness <laughs> actually I think that's what ended up being the thumbnail for the one year anniversary video uh, ah, yes. because I gave access to Toronto Gal at the time because when the video had to get released I unfortunately was working and I'm like so here's the account info you can make it live there you go so she <laughs> she actually put that as a thumbnail and I was like where did that come from I was wondering and I'm like and then I see it on the website and I'm like oh that's right she must have put it there herself oh uh, okay oh so that's a, oh yeah I remember it now yeah, yeah yeah that's what it is I would love to get my hands on Toronto Gal's repository of media Yep. Like it's got to go into some sort of archive at some point of, you know, for all to be able to access cuz she I think she has everything. Quite literally she has, everything. She has her own system, I guess. Okay, now tell us about uh, your uh, Doctor Horrible 2 poster. Now, hang, am I a little bit behind here? Is there a sequel to Doctor Horrible that I've missed no, out? No, actually there is. Oh. I don't know if there ever going to be a sequel. Uh, <laughs> but God forbid if Josh Whedon actually decides that I thought I hope like he will maybe like he will look at his poster and say like yeah maybe I should do it like that. <laughs> hey man, there's no more castle anymore. Ah uh, yeah, well we'll probably get a Doctor Horrible too when they get another Firefly movie I guess. Yeah, that'd be excellent. <laughs> <laughs> and now speaking of the lovely Toronto gal, um. Uh, What's what's this all about? The Toronto Gal is bored emote. Ah uh, yes. Uh, okay, it started when Felicia was looking for emote ideas for her channel, and uh, at the time, everybody was like posting ideas like what the reference and meme should be, and Toronto Gal's bot is going to be like one of it. It's surely going to be one of it. At the time, I thought like, yeah, why not? I just try out this emote thing. I never actually done an emote before, so I just I traced out a maple leaf. Without a little like meh eyes and like a meh mouth and just I pasted it on there and I posted it and it sort of become the meh belief uh, idea of a Toronto girl's board and after a while um, Felicia picked it and now it's like the most the most widely used emote in like Geek and Sundry and Felicia's channels and draw all all team women I guess and that's how it started uh, I I guess that's when when it was, was when it was first picked by Felicia. Toronto Gale was like, um, I kind of felt like she, I, I have to keep my eye on this guy. Like, <laughs> I, fe- I kind of felt responsible somehow like, if this became a thing. So <laughs> like, I felt responsible that if, if people are like, going to overly use it somehow. No, she's, she's endeared Dude. by it now. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like, you were so freaking cool. You know what I mean? Like, I cannot wait, wait just to go you, through. Who are you talking to? You. You, no, you no. Okay. Yeah. Not me. I'm not cool. No way. No, Blair's not cool. <laughs> oh, wait. No, but uh, seriously. About... Oh, yes? No, no, go on. I was just going to say, like, all the things that you create, I mean, you're, you're just, you're, you're a genius at work, but d- do continue, um, sorry. But, uh, well, the thing about the Doctor Horrible 2, um, actually, there was a, a tribute to Felicia. That was where I knew her from. Uh, from Doctor Horrible, actually, and that's how we first started. At first, at the time, I didn't know that Felicia Day was like, like a thing. At the time, at the time, I was just thought like, <laughs> I discovered, I discovered about Doctor Horrible, and then it led on to the girl. Um, at the time, I was I thought like, oh, is that girl from Doctor Horrible? That's how I knew her, the girl from Doctor Horrible, and I started following her, and I thought, I discovered that the guild was a thing, and like, yeah, he had a huge following. 
and it, that led to geek in sundry that led to co-optitude the flog and and here to this so i sort of imagine that if if like god forbid yeah joss whedon's gonna actually ever make a sequel to that i try to imagine that if they're ever gonna do dr horrible 2 they have to bring penny back somehow so i imagine the poster to be like soft sort of like a 1950s b-movie sci-fi poster and the penny characters are like standing in the center sort of like a bride of the frankenstein type monster thing and uh yeah and uh, captain hammer and dr horrible sings so that's sort of like a like a startled scared sort of uh expression so yeah that just screams 1950s uh, sci-fi and I, i love the theme of that movie so that's how i try to depict it in this poster all right now what we're going to do, I have to uh, talk like Blair, and uh, okay. we're going to go to the rapid fire section. So, Blair, oh, okay. I believe this is your section. That was really well done, <laughs> by the way. Your American accent is awesome. You, Canadian. You, that Canadian. wasn't Canadian. That was American. Sorry, honey. You're, you're a little sad. I know. I can't do it. <laughs> no, no. It was good, though. It was good. You could pull that off as a North American accent whenever you wish. Anyway. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Garuda, you ready? Yeah, okay. I'll try not to fumble through this. Okay, go on. Fumble is a football analogy. Uh, Sorry, that's my that's my worst Joey transition ever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not to mention, you did it with, like, no pizzazz. That's true. And no glitter and that's... no unicorns. And because no Joey is all about pizzazz. There, there's a little bit of pink, but you're right about the rest of it. I'll be honest. Okay. Here, let me help. Here, let me help you, Blair. Okay. Just let me help you. Just a little bit. Can I just help you? Pikachu. Okay. You're good. Yeah, uh, you all have a Pikachu now. Yep. I promised I'd stop <laughs> bugging him as Susie caught one, and he did today. <laughs> all right. Uh, what is your okay. uh, Garuda? What is your favorite color? Blue. Uh, it's always been blue, and every single shade of blue. If it starts to go to purple, I'm Kind of like not really akin to it. So yeah, blue. Dabba dee, dabba die. Are you a morning person or a night person? Night person, definitely. Uh, I hate waking up in the morning. Well, thank you for waking up in the morning on your birthday to do this podcast. Appreciate oh, it. yes. <laughs> what, is your, <laughs> what is your favorite word? Favorite word? Uh, oh, man. Uh, favorite word. That's kind of hot. Hot. Yeah, I love the word hot. Hard. I, because I love a challenge, so heart just says that, oh, I'm going to get over that hurdle. Yeah, I love the word heart. All right. Oh, I like that. Good yeah. stuff. Do you have any phobias? Oh, uh, okay. I do have this one phobia. I'm going to admit it to you guys now and to all the listeners right now. I have a a keen fear of ants. <laughs> and this was brought about from a childhood trauma. From your um, From your uncle's wife, that kind of? No, not 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 those kind of ants. It's <laughs> ants like those crawly on the ground type of ants. Like, <laughs> gotcha. Okay, God. I, love that, I love that segue. I think it's a rational fear because if ants were our size, they would rule the world. Hen- very much, yes. Hence and, why they're not. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very okay. I'm very afraid. Okay, we have this one type of ant here in Malaysia. Uh, it's very common in tropical countries. Here we call it kerungu, and but uh, it's more commonly known as weaver ants. Okay, oh yeah. If you want to know what weaver ants are, weaver ants are like imagine a normal fire ants on steroids and pass through gamma radiation. That's like a that's a weaver ant. It's a couple inches long or couple Okay, if you look at you stick at your thumb, if you look at the size of your thumb snail, 
that's a common length of a weaver end. Still big enough. That's pretty big. Yep, that's pretty huge. And I was, I was, I think it was about two years old at the time. My, my mom carried me over to the fence of our house, and there was like a couple of weaver ants crawling on the crawling on the fence. And I don't know how, and they just got onto me. They started biting. I started crying and screaming. And yeah, I hate ants now. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. Do you have a spirit animal? Uh spirit animal has to be a cat, normal house cat. That's my spirit yeah. Animal. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Good <laughs> stuff. Um, what's the last book that you read? Last book that I read was actually a graphic novel um, by this local artist, uh, local cartoonist actually. Uh, I've read it like a couple of times more, but this was a slightly different version. Uh, it's about life in Singapore. It's about it's about a few anthology series of a comic book, comic series about life in Singapore. Uh, I can't remember the name of the artist though, but yeah, I really enjoyed. It. Oh no, actually, the last book before that was actually the sculptor. I read the sculptor. The sculptor, cool. Yep. Uh, your biggest pet peeve. Ah, uh, biggest pet peeve for me was is um talking in the public restroom. And when I say talking yes. in public restroom, I don't mind. I don't mind if other people are talking in the public restroom. If they're don't talk to, to other, you. They're, they're, don't talk to me yes. in the public restroom. I just I can't respond to you. Oh. You know, it, the only time it's ever happened to me in my life is at work, and that's like uh-huh. the worst place. Oh God! If like even at like the urinal, like you have your hand on your junk. Stop talking to me, man. <laughs> Better than the alternative, but still bad. <laughs> Better have it's you. Ha- you have your hand on my head. junk. <laughs> Sorry, Darlene. No, with girls, like, that's not really a problem because obviously we don't have urinals, which I think it's a bizarre thing that you guys have. I mean, I don't know why you all want to go to the toilet together, like in a trough. I think that's really weird. <laughs> well, I've only... But the, like, the trough thing only exists in medieval days. Uh, we do have kind of stalling urinal things, but they're, yeah. they're still not great. It's still pretty weird to just say something like strike a conversation you don't make eye, somebody there, there's three rules of the bathroom you, you don't make eye contact ever you don't make eye contact you don't you don't talk and yeah. you make sure the toilet paper roll is on in the correct direction those are the three things yes definitely yes <laughs> those, th- those three cardinal rules in a men's restroom absolutely and people who break those rules i have a big problem with the unspoken <laughs> rules mm-hmm. the big three if you were to write a book about your life what would you call it Oh man, um, I would call it my life backwards because I try. I tend. I would write it not from the start, but more from the end. I will start at the end and move backwards somehow. Yeah, I like that concept. So uh, why is that? I kind of feel like uh, the high points is like <laughs> from wherever I from wherever I am now and so like go back towards the no no actually actually the high points it's more of like a roller coaster ride so I kind of felt like if I work my way backwards uh, it kind of felt like give this interesting perspective like where does it lead to uh, sort of like this is the prequel to what happened next uh, or or the sequel to what actually precedes that so I kind of give like give that interesting narrative of like how my life actually moves forward or backwards however you read it if you could switch bodies with someone for just one day, who would it be? Oh, wow. That'd be really interesting. Mm. 
Right over the cuff. Matthew McConaughey. I mean, but who would pr- Is the epitome of cool. Yep. Really? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Matthew McConaughey, in my opinion, personal opinion, peaked in Dazed and Confused. You know, yes, he's an Oscar winner, but he can go back to All Right, All Right, All Right, and that would be all I needed that from it, that yeah. man. Because there's, I do not get his appeal at all. <laughs> now, clearly, there is a lot of appeal for a lot of other people. I just don't understand it, personally. You probably get free meals by that. Just go into a restaurant and say, oh. say those, those three lines, and yeah, yeah free you, meals. You're right, for sure. <laughs> um, if you were a Spice Girl, who would you be? Uh, baby Spice. But, yeah, mostly Baby Spice. Have he answered that really fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got he these things favorite. down. He had that ready. I'll be he's honest with you. To the rest of the Who podcast, Garuda is nailing this section. By the way, let me just say that. For real? I mean, really? <laughs> oh yeah. You got quick answers. Yours, no thought. You know, it's bang, 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 bang. Oh, thanks. Other end of the scale, Ryan Day. You are nailing. Them. <laughs> oh, oh wow. I'm like the opposite, total opposite of Ryan Day. Oh, that's a like, well, huge compliment. Thank you. Well, Ryan also warned us. He's like, I do tend to go on. <laughs> so we're like, <laughs> okay. Um, and finally, and I'm sure you're ready for this one. The question we ask everyone. Oh, okay. How awesome is Toronto Gal? She's just like so amazing, so meticulous in like every way. I don't, I'm not even sure that she's even a real human being. Like she's probably like, a goddess brought down from the heavens and yeah that's why she deserves that one symbol emote um i kind of feel like one she's the closest friends to like every single human in the community and she develops like a really kinship with every single one and i'm really grateful for her for that so yeah that's why she's awesome she's really amazing if actually i'm going to tack on a question here um, if you could make a how awesome is Toronto gal emoticon, what would it be? Oh, um, I actually have did that, actually. I already did. You'd be surprised. There you go. Uh, I actually did another version of the, the emote where it's sort of like a happy face, but with a sort of a twinkling anime eyes. Uh, that wasn't picked by the, by the community. And they went with the, the, the bored emote. I just submitted the happy face, sort of like, yeah, that's the that's the awesome Toronto Girl, uh, Toronto awesome emote. That would have been it. Well, feel free to send it our way because us here at Hoopot, I think we might use that one a little bit. Ah, uh, yes, I will definitely. All right, Tyrolyn, back to you. Awesome. So I believe for our suggestion section, um, mm-hmm. Garuda Wan, yes, <laughs> you have a uh, bit of a game for us. Ah yes, uh, because okay now I see that you what you're doing now is doing each other's slangs. Uh, <laughs> 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 I mean yeah, you guys are doing pretty good job at that. And okay now I thought about the, for this for this session I thought about teaching you guys some Malaysian expression and slangs. Um, okay for for one Malaysia is a very multicultural multi ethnic country, so we have like the biggest groups would be the Malays, Chinese, and Indians. Some of the smaller groups, uh, the Peranakans and the Dayaks and the all from the East Nations. Uh, and our cultures tends to overlap over one another, even like our food, our history, our language. Uh, we tend to borrow and adapt each other and we just form into this one 
huge nation, you know, like uh, the spirit of togetherness of uh, all the people. And and yeah, we tend to like we we have this one local Creole uh way of speaking, uh what we call as Manglish, which is a portmanteau of <laughs> Malaysian English. Now, okay. <laughs> I like where this is going. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tierlin, speak in the uh, back of your throat now. <laughs> Uh, the media would like to call it sometimes mangled English because it's actually uh it's not such broken like like ma- like English anyway. There are like some mixture of like Malay, uh, Tam- Tamil, uh, Chinese so- Chinese dialects, Hokkien, Cantonese, Mandarin, in there, and we do have like some American and British words in there, and it j- it just form into this one local way of speaking, um, which we should call Manglish, um. There is another variation which is called Singlish, and that stands for Singaporean English. Uh, we don't know actually which which one derives from what because Singapore used to be a part of us until 1963. They they parted away and becoming their own independent nation. We thought like, yeah, you know what? It's cool. Um, we still like keep in touch with each other, <laughs> and, and uh, Malaysia and Singapore have this relationship. So it's sort of like U.S. and Canada. We like we. We're friends, but we still make fun of each other in a way. We're sort of like frenemies. You're like and Facebook like, friends. You like each other's posts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's our birthday, so yeah, we will post it up <laughs> birthday wish. <laughs> and it's it's like a uh, a thing, like um, it's like grass on the greener. It's always it's always grass and greener on the side sort of uh, situation where like nations is all like, oh my god, it's like so good in Singapore. We should move there. And Singaporeans is like, oh my god, it's so good here in Singapore. We should never leave. <laughs> <laughs> Little backhanded compliment there, <laughs> and very much like the Canadian U.S. relationship. You're very right with that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so, okay, uh, some the most one of the most common theme in Manglish that we use is the usage of lah. Now, lah is very similar to Canadians a. Like we put lah at the end of our sentences. Now, okay, now apologize to Canadians, to you Blair, and to all the Canadians listening if I miss. Appropriating this information somehow, please correct me any in any way. No, uh, no, it's true. <laughs> I can't dodge the a bullet. It's so true. But you put a, uh, you inflect the sound, and it sounds like a sort of a polite question. And you you kind of do that because you want to entice attention away, attention from the listener. Because it's like a polite question. If you're not actually paying attention, it's sort of rude, right? But uh, for mm-hmm. the true. For la, actually, it's more like think of it like an exclamation mark at the end of a sentence, but you're not shouting or screaming the. Uh, the point across it's sort of like you're softening its tone, but you're getting the point across. But it's, you're so sort of saying in a very, very chill, relaxed manner in a way. So like, you can okay, think of it um example for let's say, let's say finish your work. Like if you put an exclamation, it's finish your work. It's like you're you're screaming it to somebody, right? But if you put la at the end, it's like finish your work la. It's like it sort of like gives that sense of familiarity, like. I'm asking you to like do me a solid, you know, just finish your work, you know, just I'm not. So I'm it's not, like you're singing, pretty much. Pretty much. Going yeah. like, we, we, hey, we what are you like, doing there, la? Because it's sort of like extend the la, can, so like can, say in a very chill, relaxed manner. Can it be misconstrued as passive aggressive? Uh, yes, it could. Yeah, you can okay. make it sound very sarcastic in a way. Yes, uh, because that's what all Malaysians are. That's how. There's always like hidden meaning to what we're saying. The posted note. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I should just stop there. <laughs> uh, okay, some other words that we have in uh, Manglish are uh, the usage of shiok. Uh, that's S H I O K, and that usually you use that to 
to express something that is uh, superlatively good, like really crazy awesome. Like, how was that movie? It was damn shiok. Yeah, shiok. that's how we use that. Shiok. Yeah. Shiok. Shiok. Okay. Uh, shiok. Yeah. Uh, and other words that we use, uh, bojo. Now, bojo is a is a word in Hokkien. Uh, it translates to never invite or didn't invite. It's it's always like it's a very common uh, thing now. Whenever somebody posts a picture of them like on vacation or on a trip or like even like going out on a date, the first <laughs> thing that they would they would put on the, in the comments that you see is bojo. It's not really that they're actually saying that, oh, why you didn't invite me? It's more like, like, like you're guilt tripping them. You're trying to like, sort of a sarcastic remark. It's like, yeah, that'd be like, the first thing you want to put bojo. Like, I, I think yeah, you didn't invite bojo. Me. I have a feeling that would be in Joey's vernacular a lot. <laughs> he did invite me. <laughs> oh my God, why that mean girl. Me? Bojo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bujo. Okay. Is that uh, how you say it? Bujo. Bojo. B-O space G-I-O. Bojo is a is word in Hokkien. Bojo. Bojo. Yeah. Bojo. Bojo. Uh, Bojo. Bojo. Uh, la. Other words. Hmm? Sorry? No, I was just got, trying all the different la, words. Ah, okay. <laughs> Shok and Bojo. Yeah. Uh, okay. Other words that we use. Um, boss. Okay. Now, the word boss is usually a term, a term that we use when whenever that you go out to, let's say, a restaurant or a place of business. Whether you're calling out to the manager or the waiter or the, even like the guy behind the cash register, you call them boss, but the terms, it's a term in German, but sometimes it will be reciprocated. They will call you boss in return. Like, boss, can you take my order? You got it, boss. Yeah, that's what you use. It's, it's all like a term of uh, sense of familiarity. Like, oh, like we're so good with each other, we call each other boss. That's, like we're, each, mm. we're each other's boss. That sometimes is used in North America, uh, I'll be honest. Oh. Not often, oh, okay. but it is sometimes used. Maybe it was adapted from there. Yeah, probably. Uh, okay, other words. Uh, this, uh, another word, ghost time. Uh, you guys want to take a whack at this one? Ghost like time? Ghost time. Ghost time. G-O-S-T-A-N. It's actually ghost time. It's derived from the English word. Ghost time. Ghost time. Ghost time. Joey, I've... Ooh. Ghost time. <laughs> I'm at a loss. The first time I heard ghost point. town, so I was like, no, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ghost town, it actually came from the nautical term go astern, okay. which is when you tell a ship or a boat to like put it in reverse. It but in for reverse, here, yeah. ghost town is actually a simplified version of that, where it applies to every single vehicle you're, wherever you're driving. It's like, hey, you missed the turn. You have, you have to ghost town. It's like, hey, there's a parking spot behind us. Ghost town a bit. That's what you that's what you're, Go that's back. Yeah. Gotcha. Go back, yeah. Custom, custom. Uh, other words, let's see. Uh, oh, yamcha. Yamcha is actually a Cantonese phrase, meaning to go drink tea. But here, with uh, in modern text, we we in the modern context, we use it to like wherever you say yamcha, you will like, hey, come go, come have, come hang out with me. Let's go out to drink or whatever. Just hang out, and you yeah, it's most like a common phrase like between friends. Hey, let's go for yamcha. Don't actually have to, like go out drink tea. Just like go out and hang out. I yum think cha. we have yum cha chicken here. <laughs> hang out chicken. Huh. <laughs> hang out chicken. Oh, that's that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gonna go out for chicken. Yum cha chicken. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yum cha with the girls. <laughs> Boss, yum cha chicken. Nice. La. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joey out of nowhere, uh, bocho or was a bocho? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, you guys are learning now. Mm. 
But you see, uh, I'm actually okay. pointing at the boss like Bojo, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, okay, just a few more. Uh, Potong Steam. Potong Steam is a Malay word. Actually, Steam is actually derived it's a, from the word English word Steam. Potong Steam actually means buzzkill, like something that ruins your high. Let's say you're like watching Game of Thrones or like oh. watching the football game and suddenly the power cuts out. Ah, Potong Steam. Like that's the expression that you give. So, like, Potong Steam? Yeah, it's two words. Potong Steam. Potong like, Steam. Potong Steam, yeah. So that means buzzkill. Like, ah, like something something just ruined your excitement. Like, oh, that one scene in Game of Thrones and suddenly somebody changed the channel. Potong Steam. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to use that one. Potong Steam. <laughs> Uh, okay, some other words. Tapau. Tapau, um, actually not sure where is it uh, originated from. Tapau actually just used means take out, like um, order out for me. Like uh, whenever you say like, okay, I'm going out to go buy lunch. Uh, you want anything? Oh, uh, tapau for me, some fried rice. Tapau. That's actually just use tapau. Yeah, tapau just means take out. Even if you, it's not actually, it's very commonly used. Even if you go to the McDonald's, like, do you want to eat in or tapau? <laughs> People usually actually use that. We have behind the cash register. Yep. Do, does, does Australia say takeout or takeaway? Uh, predominantly takeaway, but sometimes takeout. Yeah, well, t- takeaway we is a very British term. Like we don't. I, I, yeah, we just. I didn't hear, know it existed till my British friend kept saying it, and I was like, "What the hell are you saying?" He's like, "You know, takeaway." Like, no, I don't take away. So I, I didn't understand. Well, what what do you guys say? You know, like when you cut yourself and you need to put something on it. Shit. We call it band-aids, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, oh, we, yeah. we call it band-aids. band-aids what do yeah, you call band-aids. it? Which is a name brand. Right, because... That's yeah, what. because in England, they call it plaster. And when yeah. Alex cut himself, he's like, do you have plaster? And I'm like, God, why would I have plaster? I was so confused. Did you punch a hole in the wall? I mean... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, the, the Brits got a lot of nice little funky words. I have fun with a lot. Like pants is my personal favorite. We say pants. So what do you say? What what what, what is pants to you? Like what I'm wearing right now. That's great. There's no camera on. Is is it so, is yeah. it underwear or is it long pants that go from your waist yeah. to your ankles? That one, yeah. Brits, it's underwear. Uh, no, that's underpants. Most people just call it pants. Mm. I ag- I agree with what you say. Trust me, but most <laughs> Brits. I'll double check with Alex because I've never heard him use pants as underpants. That might be what he's in real life. I mean, like talking about of, it, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, I mean, if we were talking about underwear, or underpants, or whatever on RuPaul's Drag Race, it would just be the pit crew's, you know, uniform. Oh, yes. <laughs> but I will make a comment about the whole takeout, takeaway, tapau. Um, in Washington, um, mm-hmm. p- <laughs> half of the state doesn't actually go grocery shopping to the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, people love to have their stuff delivered, and that includes like mm-hmm. their, quote, takeout or tapau. <laughs> like, it gets yeah. delivered, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, tapau for me. <laughs> uh, uh, just a few more with, uh Abuden. Abuden is usually a sarcastic reply. You want to say when somebody asks you a very obvious question, it's sort of like, duh. Uh, it means like, what, yeah, duh, what, what do you expect? What, what, you, what do you think? So like, hey, you guys doing a podcast? Abuden? What do you think? Duh. Abuden. Yeah, Abuden. It's a, nicer, like it's, a, it's a nice way of saying duh. <laughs> pretty much, yes. Abuden. 
It's really by yeah, it's easier saying the, but I think it's more common like around uh, formulations in Singaporeans to say Abu Den. So it's like, yeah, what uh, do you think? Like so obvious. Can you put a law at the end of that? Abu Den law. No. <laughs> uh, it's not very common, but yeah, sure, why not? I mean, I'm not, I'm not, okay, I'm not really an expert. If you're that, like a real, you, you know, asshole Malay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. To again. paraphrase <laughs> the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer, does the word Abaddon mean anything to you? <laughs> Duh, Isn't it like a, yeah. like a villain? On, wait. No, no, it's just, she, she, she the, the actual quote is, does the word duh mean anything to you? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, from 1992. Joss Whedon's original Kirsty Swanson Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, this is ah, this is okay. back when like whatever and as if and all that was big. <laughs> oh, we should we actually do have a word for whatever even. We call it chinchai. Like uh chinchai yeah, it just means like whatever. There's how where do you want to eat? Ah, chinchai, you know, just whatever. Like, whatever you want. I I'd like is it, you say Malingish? Malinglish? Manglish, Ma- yeah. Manglish. I like Manglish. Yep. I'm enjoying it. like, because it's like, yeah, it's a mixture of like all these different languages all together and we just form into this one local vocabulary. Uh, actually, it does have its own structure and uh, yeah, pretty much derives from like, okay, but one difference, if you see like Malay- uh, Manglish and Singlish being spoken to each other, like one nation speaking to another, sing- uh, another Singaporean, you can't tell who's who. You can't tell uh, the difference between the two, but there are some different, only slight differences is like, Manglish has more Malay words in them, while uh, Singlish have more Chinese, particularly Hokkien dialects in them, much more influenced by Chinese dialects. Look, if you if you get a native New Yorker and you have a stereotypical Canadian, it's just where you put the A. So like a, yeah. a Canadian would be like, you how's it? Yeah, a Canadian would be like, how's it going, eh? Whereas and a New Yorker would be like, hey, how's it going? You know, it's the same. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, okay. Same, I guess same sort of thing. <laughs> Now, if we're on happy days, it's a, <laughs> and then punch the jukebox. Um, oh, was no, I actually have a Malay friend, but he grew up in a uh, he he he's very British, so he grew up in the British um, oh, okay. kind of school system, and I would have thought he walked right out of London personally. But he's like, no, no, I'm I'm Malaysian. I used to work for Dell back then, and that's you know he came to work in North America because there was oh. more jobs. But um, like I could not tell that he was from a country other than Malaysia. england just because he just grew up completely in that um ah, in, in that uh that that the british school system and and uh so it's so pretty he was born he, he was born in malaysia and... yeah yeah he was born in malaysia he was he was there till he was probably in his early 20s and they came over so oh, um okay. but yeah I, I i wouldn't have known and, and i wasn't sure how common that was um glad i'm, I'm actually happy to hear that it's not that common <laughs> or at least not <laughs> as common as i thought so yeah, those are some of the words that there's actually a lot more, but I, I could just like go through every single. I don't want to like go through every single because some of these are like I don't even actually use them. Uh, but those are the ones that I've sporad- sporadically used from time to time when I'm talking to my friends. So yeah, those are some of the English words. I hope it's like it helps you if you're ever like in the country, you can start using it, and you're pretty much halfway there. You're pretty much fifty percent Malaysians already. So who wants to take the test? <laughs> oh, that's a, t- a test. No, not you. You'll pass. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Three of us are gonna fail. Oh, I'll ace this. I got this. I'm not doing the test. <laughs> I nominate Joey. Oh, Joey, you just. But he has to do it in an Australian accent. <laughs>
Joey, you there? I'm, I'm hung out to dry. I, I'm, I'm like somebody's love life. Wet bacon, no sizzle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> can't wet bacon. That's that's bad. Bacon. Although I do, I do like piping hot greasy bacon. That is, oh god, that's the best. Best day after drinking food ever. All right. So what's the test? Wait, there's a test. I mean, Manglish. I'm not. Well, I'm not gonna like test you guys. I mean, like, if I start using Manglish now, I mean, you guys have like just started. Uh, so those are like just some of the words. I mean, it's okay if you like, like still crawling. So it's fine actually. It's okay. Um, those are just some of the words I've taught you guys. I just wanted to share with uh, a little bit of peace of nation with you guys. Uh, I, t- I tell you what. I am totally up for a test because oh, okay. I like competition. So how about, look, I will do it in an American accent. Oh, yeah. Bring <laughs> a singing it teacher. Joey oh. has to do it in the Australian accent. So you're going to throw the words at us that we just learned and we have to try and oh, remember God. what they mean. Uh-huh. Okay, let's do this. I'm ready to win if there's a trophy involved, but there probably isn't. So let's just do this <laughs> for funsies. <laughs> All right, what were the words that you, okay. you taught us, starting with la, uh, la? Okay, la, okay. You use the word la in a sentence. Um, is, how's everything going? Oh, how's everything going, la? There we go. Uh, okay, just a few co- <laughs> Not a comments. question mark. Uh, <laughs> it's an exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> well, I was no, no, no. projecting. How are you going, la? Uh, there you go. <laughs> okay, fair enough, uh, fair enough, fair enough. Just one comment though. Um, we actually attach the the la to the last word, so there's no actually pause between the last word and la. So it's just because it forms into one word. So how's it going, la? So it becomes like you join it together. There's no there's no pause in between that. How's it going, la? How's it going, la? There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm loving this too much. <laughs> Can you use, how about okay, go, Joey. Bojo, Bujo. Bojo, yes. Bojo. Bojo. Oh crap! What was this one? Um, Bojo. Oh, Bojo. It's not helping repeating it, is it? Um. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to guess the law first before we went to okay, the next word. Okay, go to the law. I. Yep. Go ahead. Okay. Well, law is kind of like, yeah, like, you know, yes, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> All the same context. I'd love to one... see you write that down in an exam. <laughs> but if I was, but if I was to say it with an Australian accent, for example, it would be "bojila." Oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I can't. I can't. Re- I can't remember what it was. What, what bojo was? Bojo. Okay. Do we do repeat that? Yes, please. Uh, Let's see it. Uh, the Hokkien word for never invite, like the first comment that you see when somebody posts a, a picture of a vacation. You know, it's like Bojo's like comment says like never invite. Oh, so, people, people never actually like use it like in a full sentence. Bojo is just like that one word. Bojo says, "Oh, you guys. Oh, you guys went on a. You guys went a, on a trip. Bojo. Bojo. That's the one. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. I'll remember that one now. Yep. Which one is for? Okay. Takeout. Take a, a tapao. Oh, no. I'm, I was asking them. <laughs> oh. oh, crap. Oh, okay. I, damn. I should, I should just kept quiet then. That's okay. Is it, is it tapao? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I win. Um, okay, next one. Um, all right, this, this is the last one for the win. For the win. Uh, what have we got? If you know one, Joey, use it in a sentence. Beat her. Make her, make her feel shame. Take away her trophy. Adjimilin, ad, ad, the one where you're like uh, saying duh. Ad, ad, abdomen. Ad, <laughs> <laughs> um, ab, Abaddon. No, Abaddon. that's the chick from oh, Abaday. That's yeah. it. Because I was thinking of the supernatural character, Abaddon. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ghostin was the only other one I remembered. Ghost Town. And, and, and Ghost Town, yeah, and Boss. <laughs> I forgot yep. the meaning. I remember the word. I just remember the meaning, and it was uh, shuck. Yeah, shuck. Yeah, the one that you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, I think I would definitely have to practice my. Um, what, what was it called again? Manglish. Yeah. Manglish. Yes, I'm going to practice but you it. Change the sp to an m. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So Beautiful. Mangle English. Love it. Yep. All right, Blair, do you want to uh, lead us out? With, oh, my little thing. With, with yeah, with your little <laughs> wrap up. All right, yeah, let's let's retcon that. Sorry, I'll. <laughs> Blair, would you like to lead us out? Well, I'd no, like to. No, don't retcon it. Let's leave that in. <laughs> oh man, you gotta leave all of her mistakes. Then you've left me out no, to dry a few no, times. No, <laughs> none's nasty. What was it? Joey, Joey, Joey. Joey. <laughs> Joey. That, that was from the Erica podcast, not the Ryan one. Joey. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Joey. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. We were doing it for at least a minute and a half. <laughs> oh, if, long, if not longer. <laughs> it was awesome. Okay, I'll lead us out. All right. I'd like to thank Garuda X 17 for being our guest today and teaching us. Oh, thank you for my, Thank you so much. I mean, I love being here. I love being a part of this. Yeah, you know, teaching us Manglish and, and, and talking to us about all of his artistic abilities. I, I'm going to teamhuman.com as soon as we're done this podcast, not even joking, because I haven't Aww. seen some of these things. And, I'm, and I've, <laughs> I've been a long-time Garuda follower, follower so i gotta, oh, I got to catch some of this stuff. Thanks, thanks. So, thanks so, um, so before we leave us, uh, let's do some promotion. So you said they can find stuff on Team Human. You have your uh, your your Twitter My handle Twitter is Garudas X seventeen at HZ one underscore Shamsul S H A M S U L. Right, right. That's right. Sorry. Um, and uh, where can we find you anywhere else on the Twitches or any any other uh, socials? On Twitch, I'm known as Garuda X Seventeen. Oh, I also forgot to mention, I actually run the Human to Human uh, Twitter account. Right. Uh, that's where we. I started that. I thought that it's a place. It's a place for the um, for pics and stories of all the human meetups and meetings. I right. thought like. It'd be a great place to find all this all this thing in one place. So, I yeah, will I actually have to talk to you at the end of this podcast about that. There's a convention coming up in Toronto that I know a couple of humans are coming yes. to, so uh, we may have to yep. organize that. Um, anything else that we know you from? Uh, yeah, just mostly that um, uh, on Twitter. Sometimes I'm on Twitch. You'll see, you'll see me uh, modding for Geek and Sundry sporadically from mm-hmm. time to time. Hey, just uh, like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm also a mod on uh, Felicia's channel. Um, nice. Thank you to Toronto Gear for nominating me for that. Nice. Uh, she's really awesome. All right. Well, before we get into the mouthful that is Tyrion's accomplishments, Joey, <laughs> where can people find you? <laughs> All right, aces. 
You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at JoeyCouture underscore, and you can also find me on YouTube. The channel name is JoeyCouture there as well. Currently uh, doing the Rise of the Tomb Raider abridged series. I'm hoping to come out with one episode each week, uh, although transitioning into a brand new job. Mm-hmm. Um, also uh, doing some freelance graphic design stuff that I've got going on as well. Pretty awesome uh, for, stuff, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if anybody is in the Illinois area and you're going to Horror Hound Weekend on September 9th, you might see a bunch of my stuff actually hanging up. Uh, <laughs> so that would be cool. cool. Um, cool. Also... I'm about a quarter of the way through my first novel. Uh, the only reason why it's taken this long, and I know I was giving myself like a week, um, I actually kept getting interrupted by my current slash previous job. So, unfortunately, that kind of took a hit. But uh, other than that, you can also find me in the fe- the Facebook group for Team Human. Um, I think that's about it. All right, Terrilyn. Now I'm gonna ask you, and I don't want you to be humble because you've had some pretty, you've had a pretty cool week. So, tell us all about where we can find you for the next little while. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I did already post on Team Human, so anyone listening to this probably already saw my um, excited little rant. I have been nominated um, for the Australian Independent Music Awards, and I'll be walking the red carpet at a televised event which is um, really cool. So I'm a finalist. I'm in the top 25 out of thousands and thousands of, you know, people who actually write and sing music for a living. So it's very exciting. I've bought a brand new outfit ready to walk the red carpet. So that's happening. Um, I will be talking at Sydney uh, Comic Con September 10th at 10 a.m. So if you're in the Sydney area and you happen to go to Comic Con, please come and say hi. That'd be awesome to meet some humans. Um, I don't think we have really many Aussie humans, at least not in Sydney, which is a bit of a shame. But hey, if you are, cool. I'll see you there. Um, You can help me get published by Geek and Sundry by looking up Dax and Divendar on Inkshares, or you can look up my books, Broken Dolls and Shattered Girls, which are out on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Book Depository, anywhere really. Oh, Walmart now. Um, And I think that's it. Her Twitter handle is at TizThunder. Please visit her website, TierlynPuxty.com, and sign up for it so you can you can talk to her directly. I sent her a fan message yesterday, and she responded. <laughs> it was awesome. I so responded. Wow, who would have thought? It was so cool. I got a response from Terrilyn Puxty herself. It was awesome. Um, but, yeah, please go to her website. Check out all that she's doing over there. Sign up for her. Um, alerts and uh, you'll get some some advanced information on, on what's coming up next with uh, with Terrilyn. We are incredibly proud of of our uh, our host Terrilyn Puxty, and we will never never stop saying amazing things about her. So, my name is Blair Beveridge. Thank you. <laughs> my name is. And you forgot one other thing, Blair. I'm just gonna cut in again. The Honey Rose and the music See, group. Never, oh, there's too I many things. I just sit here in the corner like they're what's all wrong with me? It. I keep doing stuff. <laughs> Talk to us about oh, the yeah, Honey Roast the and honey... the Human Music Group, Joey. Okay, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll keep it quick. Uh, keep it, uh, yeah, all right, so Honey Roast. Go to Honey Roast Facebook group if you're having a bad day so people can say nice things about you. Pretty much yeah, it. I heard about but that. It's really cool. It's really nice. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's really great. Um, a few people starting to post things, which has been lovely. Um, and we also have the Team Human Music Group. Just let me know if you want to be part of it because I thought it'd be um, a fun idea 
to add to my already very busy schedule to see if we can all collaborate <laughs> together as humans and uh, write like a, a theme song kind of thing and maybe do like a music video and sort of collaborate all around the world and just put together all our talents, whether it's drawing or editing or singing and all of that stuff. So um, not a lot has gone on yet. When I'm on holidays in three and a half weeks, I'll be able to really get the ball rolling there. But please do join and start adding all your ideas. It'd be fantastic. I would definitely check that out. I mean, I haven't tried music yet, but yeah, why not? I mean, different te- uncharted territories. Why not? Are we good, yeah, Joey? Be excellent. Are we good? Joey? Um, I think so. Okay. Um, (laughs) My name is Blair Beverage. You can find me at Blair Beverage, at Hoopod, or at Webisode Watch. Um, I sometimes do YouTube videos on my YouTube channel, Blair Beverage. Uh, Twitch, I am streaming once again. Twitch.tv slash Blair Beverage. I'm playing Mass Effect right now, the original game, you know, the one from nine years ago. Yeah, I'm playing it for the first time. Uh, if you're interested in web shows, I am in a web show called Basic Adventuring 101. I play the Goblin Shaman. You can find us at basicadventuring101.com or on YouTube at Cake Gollum Productions. And uh, that's it for, for all of us here at Hoopod. Once again, I want to thank our guest, Garuda X17. Oh, thank you for having me. It's, it's, this is really fun. Thank you for having me. No, it's, and yeah. happy birthday! And happy birthday! Ah, and we're gonna thank you so much. We're guys. gonna embarrass ourselves, including me. Yes, including me, by ending this podcast singing "Happy Birthday" uh, to Garuda. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I haven't warmed up, Blair. We don't have the royalty rights. We do not uh, have the money for that. <laughs> it's about to become royalty three, free in three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs>